When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's Purple Daily. We've we got a lot of guys that can play. And, you know, we haven't been 100% healthy. You know, uh, we've had some Knicks injuries. I've gotten hurt. Dalvin has gotten hurt. Um, just as far as, like, guys getting banged up. And as far as like staying healthy is going to be a key thing and leading on into the season, you know, everybody healthy. Um, having that, uh, that chemistry and being out here, you know, kind of like getting all the small things down like I went over, it's going to be huge. You know, we have a lot, it's a lot that we can do, but, you know, you just got to take it one, one day at a time, one play at a time, one game at a time. There's Vikings wide receiver Stephon Diggs. This is Purple Daily on Score North. One on, show at a time, Rami. On 1500 scorenorth.com. Take it one show at a time. And the Score North mobile app. What do you mean? Like Stefan Diggs said, you take it one day at a time, one show at a time, one podcast at a time. I thought you were alluding to the fact that I have no idea where I'm supposed to be today. Because I showed up at 1130 thinking I was on the Twins show. But you weren't late. <laughs> you were really early. I was not late. You were really early. I so was you really were early. overprepared. I was, that, if anything, overprepared yeah, no, I appreciate, would describe me. I appreciate that. That's Judd Zolgad, Jonathan Harris, another side of the glass. I'm Rami Makloff. Get in on the show, 651 646 8255 or tweet us at SKOR North. We are also streaming on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. Declan, are those the outlets that they can find us streaming? Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch is where you can find wait, us. Wait, wait, since when don't you know that? Because we cut down. We were doing like Instagram. That's the first and time I've YouTube. ever heard you be not sure about it. I wasn't sure. Wait, we cut back? I wasn't sure. I think what did we, we did. Cut? Well, we were doing oh, like. We were... <laughs> what, Declan? You have a mic, Declan. Yeah, Just t- use the mic. <laughs> Turn his mic on. Hold on a second yeah, here. The microphone is You can find us replayed on YouTube. Right. Okay. And on but Instagram. We were, but we were live on YouTube we were, before. We were live on those. Yeah, we, we might have been live right? at one point. I don't okay. really know if we were, we were live canceled? on YouTube. We are on live on Twitch and Twitter <laughs> oh, and Facebook and Periscope. No. You have plenty of avenues to find us. We're all good. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I so I had the list Thanks, down. Declan. It was I had it down to a science. Thanks, it was Declan. Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. I had that yeah. down, and then so when they cut down, I had. I, had to re- hit the reset okay. button on my memory. The listeners, What's coming up on the show today? Listeners are surprised. I'm surprised. Everybody's surprised, Rami. What quarterbacks are better than Kirk Cousins? We'll get into that later here in the 2 o'clock hour. Manny Hill joins the show at 3, right? I obviously don't know the schedule today. Manny Hill joins the show at 3, for right? Hot routes. All right, Hot Routes it'll be at all, 3 It'll be all of us for Hot Routes. That is the hottest yes, segment in football talk radio. And by the way, you get that every day at 2 right here. On Score North. Yesterday I was listening, uh, Judd Zolgad, and you and Danny Cunningham were hosting this fine show. And you were doing the five things that you're looking forward to in the upcoming NFL season. Which turned out to be a ton of fun, yes. And I got jealous, and I wanted to give you my five as well. And I think that is absolutely Can awesome. Can I give you my five? Absolutely. Now, now the only parameter they, that I put on that okay. was to start at five and work your way up to one. Okay. So five to one. Five being, you know, excited, but not... Super excited, and by one, you you are, I believe it's champing at the bit. All right. Can this be personal stuff? Like, not necessarily... Rami, it can be whatever you want okay, it to be. Okay, cool. All right. Because the things that I'm most looking forward to have little to do with football. Hmm. But those are number two and number one. Okay. On my list. So you want me to start at five? Now I'm intrigued. The yes, The five please. things that I'm looking forward to... In the upcoming NFL football season. I feel like there should be a drum roll for this, but Jonathan just had to run out. <laughs> do something. Things are going swimmingly at Score North today. 
The producer just left. We've been canceled from different platforms. I don't know where the drum roll button is on the on the oh, page here. So. Oh, that's quite all right. There you go. Okay. I just got on the table for you. Number five. Yes, sir. For me personally, as a Bears fan, if you don't know, Bears fan here, originally from Chicago. Bears and Cubs fan. I'm anxious and curious to see the development of Mitchell Trubisky. Because that that will be what determines where this whole Bears thing is going. Whether or not last year was a one-year sort of fluke pop-up year, or if that that is a real thing. If that's a real thing that the Bears have going there, that could that could last for years to come. If he takes another step, they could be the, the Rams of this year. If he takes a step back, it's just another team that went from worst to first and then back down the ladder. What's your confidence there? On a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah. Yes. Like a, somewhere between a 6 and a 7? It's pretty good. That he can take another step in his development? How, how much of a step? Oh, okay. I don't think he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Sure, but in your mind, how much of a step does he need to take for the Bears to uh, continue to ascend? He needs to be a top 10 quarterback in this league. Hmm. Much like I say about Kirk Cousins. Okay. Because they have a Super Bowl caliber defense. I don't think there's any denying that. They have a Super Bowl caliber defense. A lot of what that defense did last year, and this doesn't take anything away from this can be said for any defense in a given year, especially one that relies on turnovers as much as they do. A lot of that, call it luck, call it whatever you want. The way the ball bounces, it goes off a guy's hand. There's a fumble that bounces right to the defense. You can't count on that stuff to happen every year. So on some level, you have to expect the defense to take at least a small step back. They also lost their defensive coordinator. So they need to become a more well-rounded team. That starts with Mitchell Trubisky, and that's why Matt Nagy was hired, because he's a quote-unquote offensive guru Mm -hmm. and has worked with quarterbacks in the past and in their development. And that's he's those two guys right there have to figure it out, and Mitchell Trubisky has to take the next step. All right. So that's number five for me. Number four, Jonathan's back. Yeah. Hi, Jonathan. Everything okay? It looks Should like. Should check with him? Yeah, we're good. Okay, what good. What did you want? A drum roll. That's all right. Don't worry about it. You guys have it. the button bar in there. You it's okay. It's all right. Producer telling Robbie, hey, look. <laughs> hey, look, putts. Hey, look, to your right, there's a computer that has the button bar that Mackie knows how to use. You should know how to use it, too. We can't all be Phil, okay? <laughs> I didn't know where the I'll drum roll thing was. No, it's fine. It's fine. I don't need it now. It's over. It's you too sure? late. Yeah, it's too No, it's too late. The moment well, is past. It. I, no, the moment's never passed. There you go. I don't want it. What's number four? <laughs> well, you got it. After you a, after you were filleted, you got it. I didn't mean to come after you that hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. That was pretty aggressive. Yeah, it's really. Not a, it's not a cram session Thursday. I'm exactly. Sorry. I don't even. What? That, that I'm was sorry. Totally unnecessary. I agree. And uncalled for. We're I've got your tired. back, Rami. We've the, all we were all yeah, up way tired. too late last night. He's tired too. Up soccer. <laughs> he was at soccer. I watched two. I was games a twins. De- Declan was a twins all the time. You guys to watch one game, so you know. Declan Declan actually made it through the entire Twins game. We have unlike me. Good on you, Declan. You didn't make it through. I left chapter thirteen. Oh, you did? That's in the prep notes. I sent you the prep notes. I said I violated a Judd rule. I used to never leave early. My scorecard ran out after 13. I was dead tired. Oh, I have a great story about not leaving early. And we'll, you know what? We'll get to that. We'll get to that Mackie, Mackie and Judd, Judd with, with Rami. Rami coming up at 4 o'clock yeah, how here about on that? Score How about that for stereo? And these score doors. You people want stereo? We just gave you stereo. <laughs> Who needs FM? Rami and I will just say the exact same thing at the same time. You got your stereo. So all you young kids can start listening. <laughs> Number you know four. Number four. Yes, give me the drum roll, man. <laughs> the race in the NFC North. I think it's going to be a very good, very tough, very competitive division. Love it. At least among three teams. I think it's going to be a very, very fun season in the NFC North. I like my Bears' chances to repeat, but I think you look at the Vikings' history, and it's up year, down year, up year, down year, up year, down year. Mm-hmm. I think they did a lot to prop up Kirk Cousins. I don't even say that in a negative way. I think that's what a smart franchise does. When you pay a lot for a quarterback, you do everything you can to put that quarterback in position to succeed. And I think they did that this year, or at least the best of their abilities. They did that with the resources that they had at hand. And I've said this before, if LaFleur is a competent NFL head coach, not even a very good or great NFL head coach, if he's a competent NFL head coach, 
that should be a team that is much better than they were last year. If he can get Aaron Rodgers to buy in at all with what he's doing on offense. And the defense should be improved in Green Bay. The defense. Offseason addition. So, yes, I would. Defense, I thought, took a step forward last year just almost solely on the schemes of Mike Pettin. Mm -hmm. I think he's a really, really smart, sharp defensive mind. And this year, they put a lot of their resources in terms of free agent money and draft picks into into helping him out and making that defense stronger. So if Aaron Rodgers is back to form, Matt LaFleur is a competent NFL head coach, that should be a team that is, should be a force to be reckoned with in the division. Do you know why we know that Mike Pettin is a really good coordinator? Why is that? Because the press conference he gave last year where somebody asked, I believe, do you you know take this job because you'd like to be a head coach again? And Mike Pettin said, I never want to be a head coach ever again. I'm a coordinator. It's what I like. That's when I knew Mike Pettin was a smart guy. Because almost nobody says that. But it was completely truthful, I think. He tried it once. It was terrible. It was a bad experience. And furthermore, I think he realized everything that went along with being a head coach was probably stuff he did not want to do ever, ever again. His story is crazy. And so he just said, I want to be a coordinator. I'm happy here. I think he went from being a high school head coach to an NFL head coach in the matter of like three years. Oh, I didn't know that. Through like some freak events. Like he got a job on a staff here. He got to know this guy. He got to know that guy and just climbed the ladder insanely fast and went from high school football to pro football in a matter of like three or four years. Really? And then made so much money on that Browns deal. He was like, I never thought I'd make this much money coaching. He built himself this palatial estate in Ohio just on the banks of the river Yeah, and thought, I don't really ever need to coach again. I've made more money doing this than I'll ever, than I ever thought I would. There was a story about it when he got the Packers job last year, like detailing all this and was totally fine like not really ever coaching again. People were hiring him as a consultant to like look at tape for their defense. They just send him tape, and he was just cool being off in his house. Oh, you're that right. He built with all his money. You're right about this. He he was uh, coach of a place called William Tennant High School in '95 and '96. Then he took a job at North Penn High School. Did that from '97 to 2001, and then he's a coaching assistant in 2002 with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And then that was at a time when people were just plucking people off that Ravens staff one after the other because of that defense that they had. So he climbed those ranks quickly. He and became then coordinator with the Jets the for 2009. Job. Wow, okay. But anyway, I appreciate the fact that he said, I never, I did that Browns job, never again. He was so content, he almost never coached again. That's how good, he was just fine with it. If you made it enough, there's a compelling case probably to be like, peace out to life. Oh, Judd. I'll be. What's that amount for you guys? I'm telling you right now. There was a time when Jim Rome was making more than any athlete in the world. To talk about athletes, he was making more than any athlete in the world was. Let me do that for like three years, and you'll never hear my voice come out of a speaker again. Ever. <laughs> what is that amount? <laughs> let me make That's a good that, question, Jonathan. Let me make that kind of money for three years, and I'm done. I'm out. Really? Yeah, I love my job. But would you uh, continue to do stand-up? Maybe. Because you love stand-up. <laughs> like, if I got an itch, I might go hit an open mic. Or so you're saying if you won the lottery and won, like, $100 million, you're done? Yeah. You're not working ever again? I love my job. I chose this line of work because I loved it, and I always believed, you know, if if you never want to work in a day, a day in your life, choose a profession that you love, and I did. Yep. But Great call. what I would love doing more than that is whatever the hell I want, whenever the hell I want. Not having any responsibilities, not having any real schedule or anything tying me down. Just all the money and all the time in the world that I want. If somebody wants to book me for a comedy show, yeah, I'll show up. So what if you <laughs> sure. just, like, you kept... You got the hundred million. Yes. You just you got off the radio part of it. But like you know what? I'll just have a podcast and I'll just do it whenever I want. Maybe, maybe. Just because you like doing this part of the job. If it's inspir- if inspiration, what would you do? Me? Maybe. I don't know. Like just sleep in, walk my dog, I work think, out, watch a lot of movies. That gets super. So you boring. do your job without a job. <laughs> you do your life without the job yeah. because you already do that. You get super bored. No, I wouldn't. You really would. No, I wouldn't. Like I get. The past couple weekends, this weekend and next, or last weekend, I've had off because Minnesota United have been off on the weekends. I haven't had anything to do, and I don't know what to do with all that time. Like, that's just two days. You play games. I play video games. Yeah. Like, I love hanging out with my family, and I have <laughs> two days off. It's just like, you I bet. feel like I'm, like, wasting someone's money here. Like, it really it feels really weird and, like, not working. I wouldn't quit. 
I wouldn't quit. I'd have to what? keep doing something. I'd, I'd keep working. With the, it would on. make it a lot No matter how much money you made, you'd stop working. Or you wouldn't stop working. I, I'd stop. I, I wouldn't stop. I'd do something. I think I'd enjoy it like even more. Like I love this job. I think I'd enjoy it more knowing that I'd no longer have like the financial like freak out that I have about having the financial stresses that I have. Absolutely true. Yes. That's uh, yes. I'm with it you would make this. it a lot easier. Yeah. I think you guys are just trying to make me sound lazy. No. <laughs> no, I completely understand where you're coming from. I would get totally bored. I'd get completely bored. That's where I meant is I'd get I'd completely watch, bored. I know exactly how I can't I'd feel. Do two days and my wife now. would be if I sat at home, I would be kicked out of the house so fast. Same. I know people don't believe it, but between what we do on the air and off the air, I put in like seven to eight hours yeah. of work a day with research, show prep, meetings, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you don't? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I know exactly how I'd fill that time. I'd take longer walks with my dog. He doesn't get enough walks. I'd watch more movies, and uh, I'd work out a little bit more, and, yeah, I'd, sleep, and I'd sleep a little bit more. You'd run out of movies and TV shows. No. Yes. No. You no. do longer walks with your dog yeah. for a week, and then you'd be like, Fido, we're going back to no, the old walk No, I love walk walking schedule. my dog. Love it. Love walking my dog. I don't think you're looking at Nature, this people watching. a realistic prism of how life would go. <laughs> oh, if you love people watching, you're really going to love the state fair. Travel a little bit. We need routine. I don't travel yeah. at all right people now. People need routine. Oh, I'm, I'm, I thrive on routine. If, right. I don't, if I don't have routine, So if you're sleeping I... in... If you're sleeping in the first week, it's going to be great. By about week three, you're going to be like, I slept well, in I again. I think Rami would get done but when I, get bored by week two. When okay. I say I thrive on routine, I mean, I wouldn't be good at my job if I didn't have a routine. I wouldn't have a job to worry about. So I don't really, I don't think not having a routine would mess me up. I think I'd be okay. We've gone yeah. down a really, really weird path here. It's yeah, an interesting really path. Have. With the five things I'm looking forward to in the upcoming NFL season. How did we get four, here? That was four, correct? That was a five Mike and Patton, four. Because Mike Patton's rich. Five was Mike. Mike Patton was oh, yeah, rich and didn't right. have to coach again, but he's electing to coach again. Five was the development of Mitchell Trubisky. Four is uh, the NFC North race. Think about this. Think about an incompetent franchise like the Browns were for years and years hiring you, firing you, but in the meantime paying you so much that you could basically take the rest of your life off if you want. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. But that's the, that is the height of, of the Browns' previous incompetence. Where they paid you that much, fired you, but made your life I need, simpler. I need to find somebody that incompetent. Somebody who... That's a job. Somebody who miscalculates m- my value <laughs> it really is. that drastically. <laughs> In fact, I would like to hear that at the be- beginning of today's Mackie Jed with Rami show. I need to find someone that incompetent. That's so good. Somebody who thinks I'm worth way more than I actually am. I like it. That's what I need to find in my life. Uh, you're right. It's Purple Daily. Run Score North on 1500scorenorth.com. Believe it or not, this is football and Vikings talk every day at 2. Right here at on the Score North Mobile app. Football fans, it's Mackie here for Federated Insurance. You might not know this about me, but I've been a business owner a couple different times in my life. I can relate to the roller coaster ride, the never-ending sea of problems to solve, the exhilaration of those incremental wins. If you're a business owner, I recommend getting to know Federated, which has over a century of experience in protecting businesses and making them as successful as they can be. You want a company like Federated standing behind your business? Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Mutual Insurance Company. It's our business to protect yours. Purple Daily, Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com. Rami Makhlouf, Judd Zolgad, Jonathan Harris, another side of the glass. Declan in here, streaming us for Twitter. Harassing me. Twitch and Facebook. I'm giving you the top five things I'm looking forward to in the NFL this season. Yes. Declan's harassing you? Yes, he was before. He, he was being sarcastic. He's tired because he stayed at the Twins game for the entire game, and now he's taking out his anger on me. And cause Don't let him harass you. He's wearing a headband. He doesn't get to yeah. harass you. I don't mind the headband. Thank you. He's the only one that likes the bo- headband. It doesn't okay. bother me. It's a 1970s <laughs> no, callback. It's, it's fantastic. That's too big to be 1970s. No, it's not. That headband's way too big to be 1970s. Well, I have a, I have a pencil head. It was the same size head at age four <laughs> as it is at 26, so I grew into my head. So, All right, football. I'm glad young Andy Roddick could join us in studio. <laughs> yeah, <hey>. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bjorn Borg. <laughs> The thing, the thing is, the reason he said he's wearing the headband, now we're totally derailed, <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. None at all. 
Can I say this? Yeah, yeah, yeah go sink. for it. Didn't the, the sink work? The water is out in his apartment, so he couldn't take a shower. Yeah, yeah fair enough. How does that equal a headband? Yeah, that's I weird. I haven't washed my hair in like two days. Uh, because so actually, it's all over the place. Actually, I'm going to defend him a, a little bit. You didn't have a hat? I be- Thank you. I believe I sometimes when when women have not washed their hair for a few days, yes. they'll put their hair up. And That's his, what Declan's and his, doing. And his uh, hair is technically... comparison his, there for Declan. His hair is technically yeah. up. Yeah. But he's not... He's got his hair up, so you really... No, it actually... It, it makes sense. He's just doing... Uh, forget it. All did, right. did Declan just refer to Declan in the third person? Absolutely, he did. Is That's this amazing. Some, is this something Declan does when he wears... When Declan wears a headband? Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, Declan Goff. <laughs> That's a great list. All refer to themselves in the third person. Great list. Declan, you need, to, you need to put that into the intro of Judd's Hockey Show. <laughs> All right, Rami, back to your... Uh, back to my back list. To your number three. Of the five things I'm looking forward to in the coming football season. My first game, and you tell me if this is something I should be looking forward to or not, my first game at U.S. Bank Stadium. Sure, why not? Is it a, is it a, is it a, a palatial estate? It's very if nice. If you will. For a football... It's very nice, yes. It's... Lambeau Field's my favorite because of the history there and the football there, but U.S. Bank Stadium is very cool for football. So, yes, I think that's a very fair thing to have on your list as far as something that you were eager to see in uh, 2019. Last night, I was at an open mic at uh, Eric the Red, which is right across the street from U.S. Bank Stadium, and a buddy of mine... I didn't know that they did that. ...and I were standing out there, and we were just looking up at the stadium, and my buddy goes, that really is a nice-looking stadium. They did it right. It looks like a ship, right? A Viking ship. Yeah, it was built to look like a Viking ship, yep. right? I didn't even realize that until I was I was driving home from work a couple months ago and they had it all lit up and it was still like that time of year where it was dusk when I'm driving home from work. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look at that. It all makes sense now. I, looks, I had no idea why it, like it was in ship. the shape that it was until I saw it. And I was like, it looks like a Viking ship. I think that's that a very sense. fair number three on your list. So it is a, it's a nice place to watch a football game. How many stadiums have you been to? Oh, because I covered the Vikings. I've been to I've been to most of them. I've not been to the new Cowboy Stadium because they were still in Irving in the old stadium when I mm-hmm. covered the Vikings. Um, I think though, when I was covering the Vikings, between my time covering the Packers for two years and the Vikings, I think I got to just about every stadium. Keep in mind, the Rams were in St. Louis, the Chargers were in San Diego, and played in that old stadium, which was a dump. Uh, so I have not been to Los Angeles, but I think circa 2010 or so, I was to every stadium. And where does U.S. Bank Stadium rank? Oh, it would be among the top now. It's gorgeous. Good. Because a lot of these ones now are built, especially the outdoors ones, they're very functional. But, you know, football stadiums aren't like ballparks. They're just big stadiums. Right. And and the only the only one that caught me that I thought was, was really special was Lambeau Field was special. Just because of the history there. And the remodel of that place to me they hit off it out of the, park. the charts. Yep. Because the old one was basically looked like a shed, if if you recall. It was like a shed. They closed the they closed it up and it was but they the remodel of Lambo was fantastic. I actually like the history inside of Soldier Field. It's just from the outside. Yeah, it's, it's fine so from the ugly. outside. I mean, it's fine from the inside. It's from the outside that it's, it's just hideous. Un- and I don't how did how did they miss so bad? I don't know. Like I have who, no idea. Who said, let's leave the colonnades, but they're going to be basically look like toys now? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And I never got to the old soldier field, but I saw a ton of games on I, TV in the outside shot, and it looked cool. I went to it beforehand and afterwards, and, and it. I don't know why they did what they did. And but previously, from the, but from the inside, thought. beautiful. Okay. On the, once you get in there, it's really, it's a really nice stadium. Mm-hmm. From the outside, it's hideous. It looks like a spaceship. Crash landed into the old Soldier Field, and I don't under I don't know in, in the time because th- that remodel was done two thousand what? Uh, I want to say two thousand five ish. Okay, what I don't get is how do you have a designer say this is the idea and then you approve it like you give a stamp of approval? And to meanwhile, that. in Green Bay, they've got this great idea of of how it's going to look, and they do it first class and absolutely perfect. And in Chicago. You're right. It looks like a spaceship. And Wrigley Field now, they I think I don't know this for sure, but it looks like they are taking a page out of the Packers book and remodeling Wrigley Field. Like they kept okay. with the theme of the old stadium and just added to it. I have not been back there. I, last time I was at Wrigley was not for a game. It was in February of 2017 or 18. Yeah. And it it looked like it, it was on the right track. The o- the only thing there is the uh, neighborhood is so drastically changed now. 
and so corporate. And I love the old CD Wrigleyville. <laughs> I thought it was great. The Taco Bell, the McDonald's, the dive bars. I spent many a night at that McDonald's. I love those oh, places. Yeah, that was fun. But I think that uh, that your third one of U.S. Bank Stadium is a really good one. All right. And I'm not really a guy who likes to attend a football game. I, don't, I feel like you... Are you on a one? If you, yeah, I'll go to one. Because if I did not cover the Vikings, football's the one sport on TV. It's more for the experience superior. than it is to watch the sport. You yes. you get a much clearer picture of watching the game from home than you do at the, at the actual stadium. Your insight at home is better. In baseball, I can follow the game just as well in person as I can at home. Basketball, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. Football... I'm better. I'm I'm better off watching it at home. You go to a game for an experience more than you do actually watching a football game. Number two for me in the five things I'm looking forward to in the coming NFL season. And I told you the top two, the last two that we'd get to, had really little to do with football and more to do with Rami. That's fine. Okay. No rules to this exercise for the last uh, I don't know eight years, maybe more. At my previous stop in Milwaukee before I moved here, I hosted a fantasy football show Sunday mornings. Okay. 10 a.m. Okay. Every Sunday during the football season. Okay. And I started doing it before I was hosting the afternoon show. And every year after I start, I got the afternoon job, my boss would ask me going into the football season, like, you still want to host a fantasy show? You don't have to do it this year. Do you still want to do it? He's trying to like lighten the load on me. You know what I mean? Being yeah. a conscientious boss. It's very nice. Managing my workload, if you will. But. Like you're a pitcher. But I wanted I wanted to do oh, it limit. because the guy who was my co-host was was my mentor in radio early on when I first got into the business. Great dude. I had a lot of fun working with him, and that was my only chance to work with him with my new schedule. So I would every year I'd say, Yeah, can't wait. Wanna work with Timmy? Can't wait. Let's do it. And then every Sunday morning when that alarm clock went off. You'd, you'd kick yourself, wouldn't you? I would kick myself right in the ass. <laughs> Rami, what was I thinking? Why did I take on because on because on Friday you thought oh Sunday you know it's going to be great I'm going to get up in the morning right. and work with my good pal Timmy right and now you're kicking yourself in the butt yes because it, it's not just I don't know if people realize that they don't just put us in a box when these mics go off like there's prep that goes into this thing so my choices were either Saturday night sit there and prep and I did intense prep for this fantasy show I had stats that you would never even think of digging up Judd Salgad I I was. Really, really prepared for the Sunday morning fantasy football show. Okay. So it was either prepare Saturday night, yep. and if I had plans on a Saturday night, comedy or just drinking for no good reason, it would interfere with that, or oh. get up earlier enough Sunday morning to be totally prepped and on the air by 10 a.m. for a two-hour fantasy show, which, again, if I did something Saturday night, it wasn't the easiest always to get up on a Sunday and morning 10 during the football season. is early. To be on the air, yeah, because you got to be up by eight. Then probably at d- the- if I haven't if I didn't prep the night before, I was up at like seven seven thirty. Ooh, <laughs> why didn't you? Why didn't you by about like the last two years tell your boss? You know what, Timmy can work by himself because <laughs> I loved him. I still love him. Right. I love the dude, and I enjoyed working. So you're with looking him. forward to the fact that you won't be doing a fantasy football show I'm on Sunday morning. Sleeping in. Actually, I got a surprise for you. Sleep- Ten a.m. <laughs> All new score north. You're hosting our Vikings pregame. It's it's Rami's fantasy football hour. No, I'll take your questions on Twitter. I'm at. We got Timmy coming in. We're flying Timmy in. It was going to be a surprise. I'll take your questions on Twitter, and I won't be nearly as prepared as I was for that show. This is going to be much more of an fantasy football. So so do do you continue to play it? Yes, I love fantasy football. I quit like ten years ago. I'm and I'm not even completely quit. Really, I completely quit it. Are we going to have a station league this year? We have to have a station league. Uh, this actually, year. Uh, uh, Chris Long of Channel Five Eyewitness News Sports has a league in which in which I'm sure you, there would be room for you to participate. We don't have a station league. We need to start a like, station league. Just strictly a station. League. I have, I'll commission it. In the last ten to twelve years, I've played fantasy football once. I used to be in three leagues. I used to love it. You know that should have been on my list. And here's the thing: hmm. when I started to cover football, in fact, it, it was the first year I covered the Packers for the Star Tribune in 2003. I realized my ability to watch the rest of the league went so far down because I was so hyper focused on one team that it stopped being fun. Oh. I see what you're saying. Because I was around the Packers constantly. Right, and, then, and then in 2005, the, the rest right, of the league closely. Because, because in 2000, I never thought about that. In 2001 and two, I had, at that time, Red Zone, or I'm, I'm sorry, 
the NFL ticket package. And so I would flip around and watch a ton of games. My knowledge of running backs was, you know, outstanding. But when I was watching one team, it completely nullified my ability to really watch the rest of that league because every Sunday I was watching the same team. That makes sense. So I stopped. I never thought about that, but that makes sense. You would think the guy covering a football team yeah. would be more well-versed. That's what I used to think, too. But no. But you're not. Yeah. You know everything about your team. Hmm. Never thought about it that way. I also realized that I didn't put fantasy football on my list. Can I revise my... I don't know. I'm just kidding. Well, what was one? Let's make fantasy football number six. So number two is sleeping in. Okay. I get to sleep in. Oh, it's going to be great. Now, we do Watch have... pregame shows? Now, I love NFL pregame shows. I'll just flip between all the really? pregame shows. Yeah, I'll do just... Do you really go, love pregame just, shows? I do. On the, on the rare Sunday that I would take off from the fantasy oh. show, I just sit there from like 9 a.m. to noon, just flipping between NFL Network... Fox and ESPN. I don't mess with that CBS nonsense. But the, I flip back and forth between I got questions. NFL Network, ESPN, and Fox for like three straight hours. I got questions. Not even kidding. Okay, question one off that. Make a nice big breakfast. Oh, oh well, man. The eating part's fine. But here's my first question for you. Don't you get really bored of the features? I don't really watch a lot of the features. That's, I like the news and notes stuff. If, if, I, if it's just news and notes, I'm fine. But if I have to see another tearjerker about a third wide receiver's family struggles, I'm going to puke. Yeah, but that's why there's three shows. You have three, well, four, okay, so what four, is your... if you, four if you include CBS. But you have three shows okay, Fox, to choose from. ESPN. And, and NFL Network. And do, do you also mix in Fox's uh, cable sports channel? No. No, what's going on there? I don't even know what's going on there. Same stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But so what are you looking for? Um, in a pregame show. I, first of all, just like entertain me. That's what I love about the guys on NFL Network. Those guys are entertaining. They have Dion. They got Michael Irvin. I'm not sure who's on pregame and who's on postgame anymore. They're always jumbling those guys up. But Kurt Warner is good. Rich Eisen is awesome Rich as Eisen. the anchor on that thing. Agreed. I mean, they just have great personalities on NFL Network. Fox, they have good chemistry. Those guys have been together a long time. I'm tired of them. Are you? I've, grew, I've grown tired of Terry Bradshaw. I'm so tired of Terry Bradshaw. And ESPN, I'm giving a chance. I feel like they're still trying to figure that whole thing out since they jumbled up that all, all their what's that Sam Ponder personalities, Ma- Sam pa- Randy Moss, and they just got rid of Charles Woodson. Yes, I don't know did. who they're bringing in. They have Rex Ryan on that on that uh, panel. I'm trying to remember. They just changed it last year, and they're changing it again this year. I used to be a, a big pregame guy, but I've just it's grown stale to me. I love it. So it's not even just sleeping in as we talk this out. I'm going to scratch that out. So you're actually going to get I up and watch this stuff. Football, football mornings, but not at like 7, not at 8. Well, 9's early on a Sunday. I'll get up at like 9, 10. I'll turn on the TV. And like when I hosted the fantasy show, I would pause the Bears game and the Packers game. if the, Whatever was starting at noon, I'd pause that game. And then I'm behind. I'm making breakfast when I get home from work at noon, so I'm not eating breakfast. Didn't you guys do like a post-game show, Packers post-game show? I wasn't involved in that. Okay. I was I wasn't I was I didn't work that. Okay. But it just set back the whole morning. Now I can make my breakfast in the morning, Judd, and watch pregame shows and enjoy my Sunday football morning. So essentially oh, what you're wait. telling me is the job is out of the way as a distraction and a problem now. Yeah. And so you can cook. You know what I'm gonna do? You can cook, watch TV, and if you're drunk from the night before, I can go recover. lay on the couch yeah. and recover. First NFL Hangover Sunday recovery. First NFL Sunday, I'm making I'm making pancakes in the shape of footballs. That's how excited I am. Call Collar. About my football Sunday. If you do that, call Collar. <laughs> He'll drive right over to your house. <laughs> football, I'm not joking. Football-shaped pancakes. It's going down. Week okay. one. All right. All right? It's happening. Which brings me to... Number one. The number one thing, Jonathan, on the drums... <laughs> Look how That Rami is looking Jonathan. forward to in the coming NFL season. Oh. Food, man. Just food. Just food on Sundays. But we oh, had to get through five for that. man. Just eating. Just eating on a Sunday. Wait, you just gave me you're going to make pancakes. And it's, it's that two. was in the morning. That was in the morning. So there's more food. The girlfriend should be moved in with me by then. Right now, she's still living back in Wisconsin. If all goes smoothly, the girlfriend should be moved in with me by then. And we just go crazy on Sundays for football, Judd. Just go crazy. There's breakfast. like It's like a breakfast brunchy type of thing. There's always eggs and bacon and pancakes of some sort involved. Then there's Bloody Marys. There's always Bloody Marys sure, on yeah. a football Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got an assortment of snacks, various types of chips and dips to get me through the early afternoon. 
There's usually a sandwich involved for lunch. Are there are there friends or more people coming over? Or is no, this I don't just need you that. And her? I don't need that in my life. It's just me and her and football. Just me, her, food, cocktails. Does the dog get some of this? Football. Food the dog, the dog the is involved. We'll, we might have like a, a meat and cheese platter out that we're that we're grazing on throughout the day. The dog will get what falls on the ground. And then Sunday, and then Sunday dinner during the football season, especially if like she's a Packers fan, I'm a Bears fan. Yeah. If one of our teams is playing on Sunday night football, yep. oh, forget about it. Forget it. Like there's stuff in the slow cooker. There's stuff on the grill. Can I ask you a serious there's question? Probably some dessert going down. Oh, I love just football food on a Sunday all year long. Just give me 22 Sundays of football food, and it all culminates with the Super Bowl, which. If you followed me on Twitter at Rami is tweeting, well, yeah, while the Super was Bowl was going I thought that was just a Super Bowl thing. Though. I had it is. I mean, we go extra crazy for the Super Bowl, but it's every Sunday. It's a little special during the football season. Just oh man, I can't wait. How many all is, the food? So on a regular season Sunday, with you and her and all this food, give me an estimate of a full day of calorie intake. <sighs> For a guy who's trying to get himself into shape, how is football season and the state fair going to affect this? It's uh, it's not going to help, Jonathan. It's not going to help. Yeah, but my thing That's is obvious. My thing is I I got <laughs> my diet has my diet and exercise plan has to be on point Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday I can let loose a little bit, and I'll still. This doesn't sound like a little bit on Sundays. For that football. sounds like a lot. Of it. <laughs> Give me a calorie intake counter. I'm going to guess an estimation. Now on a normal day, if you don't know. A man of my size and age should be consuming between like eighteen hundred and two thousand calories. That's a that's a normal healthy diet for a guy my age. Okay. On a football Sunday, I'm guessing I'm probably doing like thirty five hundred, four thousand on a good month, on a good Sunday, maybe five thousand calories. This could make Declan fat. He has a complete <laughs> inability to gain weight. If I do five thousand calories on a, a given day, that's that's gonna be it. You're gonna roll me down. You're gonna roll me down I ninety four. I'm gonna get stuck in the Lowry Hill tunnel, and that's gonna be it. There's gonna be a major backup because I'm gonna be my body's gonna be. You're stuck assuming I move. In the Lowry Hill tunnel. You're assuming I move at any point during this day. The dog doesn't even get walked on a football Sunday. Nothing. Nothing is happening. So hold on a second. If you win the lottery and you don't have to work again, you're going to take the dog on extra long walks, but on football Sundays, the dog Not gets no Not on football walk. Sundays, no. Football Sundays? Exercise of any kind? Don't look at me, Judd. I got nothing for this. I, I, I'm judging him in my head. This I'm on is... the couch for like a solid 9 to 12 hours, Do you guys. leave the house at all? I'm on the couch or cooking. Does fresh air reach your lungs at all? Sure, I'll open the windows if it's a nice fall I day. I that counts, but okay. Are you a... The dog does have to go outside. I'm just saying we're not going for walks. Like, I'll you just, just let him out. on the deck and just, like, do your thing out there. I don't care about the people below us. <laughs> if the Packers are playing... Let's say the Packers are playing the Sunday night game <laughs> and the Bears are playing at 3. Do, do you go red zone at noon? Um, well, that's, or, or do you like to dedicate yourself to a game? That's and watch the other it? thing. Haven't set this up yet in the new apartment, but I will. And this was the setup in the old house had two TVs in the living room and a third TV that was in the kitchen that was on a stand that was on wheels. So if both our teams were playing at the same time, we could put bears on one Packers on the other roll in the third TV for red zone network. Otherwise it's just, if one of our teams is playing, we have that game on the TV and red zone on TV number two. What? I have to get TV number two set up before the season starts. What's that household like when they play each other? It's uh, tenuous. What's the food situation? Do you guys share food, or is it like you we, cook for no, yourself? No, we share. We're still civil. We're still civil. Do you bicker a lot during the game? Is there taunting? I can't talk crap. I cannot. I can't. Because she takes it way too seriously when oh, I do. Okay. <laughs> and then she so tells you the ability to, do it to talk crap, but you just won't do it. Oh yeah, no, okay. I have the ability. I was say, you're a comedian. No, Come on, you've got to be able to. So, what's your plan since you are now in a Vikings market? What's your plan if the Bears are playing at noon, the Vikings are playing at noon? Do, do you have have it set to get uh, the um, uh, Local package? Channel? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna for get. Games? Yeah, I'll get the NFL Sunday ticket the for Sunday sure. Ticket? So yeah, you, that's in you've got Directv. Yeah, well, no, but if you live, I forgot. I found this out when I moved up here. If you live in an apartment building or complex that yeah. doesn't allow you to get satellite, you can subscribe to the uh, NFL Sunday ticket digitally. Oh, okay. And get it that way. It's more expensive, but 
But you're going to have to do that. you got to do okay. what you got to do, right? So you are completely prepared then. Oh, I'll be prepared. I have to get TV number two set up in the in the living room before the football season starts. And then uh, there will be a third TV that will be accessible when for when needed if, if, if we're watching two games. Red Zone Network has to be on. Red Zone's the the greatest sports invention in television history. Red Zone Network has to be on one is, of the TVs. But I, it's wonderful. Among all sports, among all sports, if you would ask me, what's the greatest television invention in sports? Red Zone's it. So if I have two games that I need to watch, I need to I need to incorporate a third TV for Red Zone. My greatest regret right now is, is the fact that I don't have a secondary TV in the uh, living room. We oh, only have do it. we only have one. And I want a second one installed, but I really don't know how to do it because I'm lazy. <laughs> and I need someone to Hold mount on. it for me. You literally take it out of the box, connect the stand to it, and set it on anything. <laughs> I want someone to do that for me. I'm going to be honest. Okay, I probably could do it. I'm just Are lazy. you afraid of screwdrivers? <laughs> you need someone to unbox it for you? Is that what you're saying? There's YouTube series for that. And then, But then it's got to be spliced off so that I can get cable on both. Just get so there's a lot of moving parts here. Just get, get a, a smart TV. Get a judge. TCL. You have internet at smart home, TV. Right? Okay, and we're not splicing cable anymore. This isn't oh, the 1990s. Not. No man. Get a smart TV. The 90s like were my heyday, Jonathan. Do don't you have, do you don't have, belittle me. Do you have the NFL, I love the 90s. Do you have the NFL Sunday ticket? Do you subscribe to the NFL Sunday ticket during the season? No, because we have um, Xfinity cable, so I uh, can't. But I do have Red Zone, and I would like the second. I would like the second TV so that I could have a game, two games on. Or when she's watching something, let's say live PD, which she constantly watches, I could watch my game on the second TV. You know, hmm. TCL Roku TVs have an internal antenna, so you can just. Can I get someone to uh, take care of this for me? Just you buy, literally you don't just need to do anything. Watch this. Watch what I'm doing here. All I right. go to the main menu. Just buy okay. the TV, man. Well, on it. That's Hold it. On. Yeah. Okay, it's not working right. Now. Oh, there, there it just worked. It's working. TCL you go worked. to where Perfect. You, you yep. see where it says antenna TV. Yep. Oh. Open it up, and I feel two like my seconds life is, later, I feel like boom, my life the is, channels are up and running, ready to go. I feel like go. my life is changing right now. What do you think we've been talking about these TCL TVs for do you not listen? God knows how long? Oh, I don't really listen. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. My attention span's very short. We're in the TCL broadcast studios. It's Purple Daily. Those were the five things I'm looking forward to this football season. We were going we to tell you what quarterbacks are better than Kirk Cousins. Do we have time to go through that list in the final segment? This went way too long. We can go. No, As but we, in the we next got segment. hot routes coming up at hot 3 routes o'clock. coming up yeah. at 3. We'll figure out. Actually, you know what? I'll come back and, and go through my top five, because you, you didn't hear them oh, that's yesterday. Right. Yes, I want to hear your top five. I'll give you my five. top five. And then at 3 o'clock, Manny Hill will come. Hot routes. Sounds good. That's coming up on Purple Daily. Score North on 1500 and the Score North mobile app. Terminology's different. You know, we're, we're saying different words, but at times calling the same thing. You know, it's been an evolution and so it's a moving target a little bit. You can't take a snapshot of the 2012 Redskins offense and say it's it's so similar because even plays that are meant to be similar have evolved as defenses have, have evolved, as offenses have find, found ways to do things better. There's Kirk Cousins, Vikings quarterback. This is the Purple Daily Show, which you can catch Monday through Friday, 2 o'clock, talking Vikings and football every day, Monday through Friday. Score North on 1500. ScoreNorth.com and that handy-dandy nifty old ScoreNorth mobile app. Can I break in with some breaking Twins news? Please do. All right. We have several roster moves made on the heels of last night's 17-inning Twins victory. Marwin Gonzalez has been placed on the IL. That's unfortunate. With a hamstring, which now explains why Max Kepler, who actually was a hero last night and had three hits in six plate appearances, was inserted as a pinch hitter for Gonzalez. Don't like to hear about any sort of injury, so that's not not good. Uh, Blake Parker, hopefully everything is okay, has been placed on family medical, is what it says. Also so not good. That's an emergency uh, situation of some sort. So he is uh, he is away from the team. Mm-hmm. There um, must be corresponding moves. There to this, are right? corresponding okay. moves. All right. Uh, Adalberta Mejia, relief pitcher. Okay. Who's been on the DL for quite some time now, has been transferred to the 60-day DL. Big Bert. That's not good. A pitcher, Sean Poppin. Who was, I believe, the Twins minor league pitcher of the week last week, and he is four and zero with a one point five five ERA at Rochester. Mm-hmm. He has been called up. Congra- nice, congratulations, right? Nice. But you're saying to yourself, well, but there's still I, I'm, I'm still counting one one roster move there or one roster spot that's available. So what's the uh, you, corresponding move for that, Judd Zelgad? Rami, are you ready for the return of La Tortuga? Hey-o! Williams Astadio. Oh, there we go. Williams. 
Estadia has been recalled by your Minnesota Twins. Now you're asking yourself, but how did he do in his nine games? How did at he AAA do in Rochester? his nine games at AAA Rochester, Judd Zolgad? Well, let's see here. Where can I find him among the batting leaders at Rochester? Oh, he's atop the list. He hit, top the list. He hit five twenty six. He had a five twenty five OBP. He had a seven sixty three slugging percentage. He was twenty for thirty eight. Three home runs, 11 RBIs, and he will be back at Target Field as the Twins play the rubber game. I love that term. Against the Red Sox tonight. I think that's good. I think those numbers are good, Judd. I think he's done well since getting sent down there. Uh, can you say tore the cover off the ball? We'll be talking more Twins baseball on Mackie and Judd with Rami coming up today at 4 o'clock right here on these airwaves, mm-hmm. these various digital outlets. I gave my five things that I'm looking forward to in the NFL season, Judd. It was... Uh, the development of Mitch Trubisky, NFC North Race, U.S. Bank Stadium. Never seen a game there. Uh, football Sunday mornings and uh, food. Those are the five things I'm looking forward to. What You gave your list yesterday, but for me and those who weren't listening, please recap the five things you're looking forward to, Judd Zelga. I will. Number five, the recovery or how uh, Cam Newton does coming okay. off shoulder surgery. I'm a fan of Cam Newton. I know he runs a lot of not. people the wrong way. Mackie doesn't like him. I I am I don't know I'd consider myself a fan, but I think when healthy he can be very effective and mm-hmm. very good. Uh, a shoulder injury is not something though uh, to be taken lightly if you're a quarterback or a pitcher in baseball. And so I'm curious how he comes back. Number four on my list: the Oakland Raiders with John Gruden, with card quarterback, with Mike Mayock, former TV guy at GM, and most importantly to me, the Antonio Brown dynamic. I think Oakland's going to be great fun to watch. It could be a complete train you know, wreck. I had a so hard, interesting. I had hard knocks on my list, but it just came down outside the top five. And they're hard knocks, exactly. I right. love that show. Oh, it's a great show. And I think this is going to be a very good season. The Browns show. The Browns last year was so much fun to watch. Number three on my list, and you alluded to this in your NFC North um, um, deal: Packers, Lafleur, Rodgers. How that works. Rodgers being away from McCarthy is a really interesting dynamic to me. And LaFleur, who who was a quarterback's coach in Atlanta when Matt Ryan, I believe, had his MVP season, went and became the OC for uh, Sean McVay and the Rams, and that's where the association with McVay kicks in. But then went to Tennessee as OC, and they weren't that great. So how do the Packers do now with Aaron Rodgers being away from Mike McCarthy. Number two on my list, how is this league going to adjust, and these adjustments have been going on, I'm sure, since the season ended, to Sean McVay with the Rams and his play calling, Pat Mahomes, quarterback of the Chiefs. There's always counters to things. Nobody goes, oh, can't beat that, right? So how do the best defensive minds now, especially with what we saw um, Belichick do to the Rams, how do they counter that? I don't know how much you can figure out with Patrick but that's, Mahomes. But that's my right. That's my question. I but I have also said before, oh boy, it's gonna be impossible. And then a team does something creative and everybody copies that. So you might be right, but I'm curious how that turns out. And number one on my list, and I think this is gonna be a complete gong show because I don't think the league has settled on how this is truly going to work. The ability to rev, uh, review pass and interference calls. Is this That's subject be an interesting story is this subject this to Hail Mary passes, which it almost has to be, on which there almost always is somebody grabbing somebody? Are we going to see these uh these challenges made when it's semi egregious? They're they're saying it has to be egregious, but define that. And I just I think it's going to be the catch rule again, where in a boardroom in in the um non-football playing months, you look at the film and you slow it down and say, that would qualify. But then when it's a bang-bang play in October, it becomes much more uh, difficult to interpret. So I'm really, really curious to see how pass interference being reviewable now plays out once the season starts. How long do you think it's going to be before they call pass interference on, say, a Hail Mary, and it completely changes the complexion of a game? Say, at the half, a team gets a score, or even at the end of a game, a team gets a score... And people then are crying that this has gone too far. Within the first month? Because that's been... Pretty quick. That's the trend. We get replay and everybody goes, yay, replay, we're going to get it right. And then a year later we're going, this has gone too far. Now they're now they're checking to see if the guy came off the bag on a slide. That wasn't well, the spirit it's the of catch the rule. rule. Right? right. It's the catch rule. You can't... If you, if you use the term egregious, that's not a definition. 
It's a term. Right. There's so a broad what's, there's a broad definition yes, to that word. Yes, because because how long did we focus on replay is going to fix catches and then we got to the point Des Bryant. He didn't catch the ball or maybe he did catch the ball. Ah, he didn't catch the ball. <laughs> so this they might eventually get this cleaned up as far as the the verbiage goes and they might eventually get this right, but to what you just said, I think we're in for a season of um, the game is over. The pass falls incomplete. The Hail Mary pass is, is it's an incomplete pass. Oh, wait, it's being challenged. Because you can call pass interference on almost any Hail Mary. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Almost any Hail Mary, you can call it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. It's like you can call holding on any play. You shouldn't. This opens a can of worms to which which it's going to take a while to get it right. And I'm glad they're doing it. I just know it's going to, there's, there will be, there will be tweaks that have to be made along the way as we figure out how exactly this will work and how they're going to use the it. problem. The problem with this league is they never take into account the bang bang nature of games. And, and you get a bunch of guys who in March sit in a boardroom. And as I said before, they slow things down. They look at things and say that qualifies. And everyone's like, yeah, that qualifies. That's right. Okay, well, that's great in March with, with a Mai Tai in hand trying to decide. And by the way, you've slowed it down, you know, to a millisecond. But then you get to the game and these poor officials are like, oh, okay, we're looking at this. And and then and then they come back with a decision and they get filleted for a week until the next set of games. I don't know if I've ever had a Mai Tai. Are they good? Mai Tai? Yeah. Fine. yeah. What goes in a Mai Tai? I'd you have know. to look it up. It's been a long... It's not like I drink them on, on a weekly basis. Jonathan, do you know what goes into Mai Tai? No idea. No? Hmm. But they're drinking Mai Tais. And, and they're all hammered, and they're all deciding on what we're about to see. <laughs> and I'm not even saying allegedly. Well, in a quick break on Purple Daily, afterwards, Manny Hill will jump in on the fun. And uh, it's the best segment in football talk. It's Hot Routes, and it's coming up next <laughs> on Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.